But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such thing there is no law. Hey guys, it's really good to be here. My name is Thierry, and today we are talking about gentleness. Uh, in this series of the fruit of the Spirit, uh, gentleness, I didn't know much about it until uh, Pastor Josh asked me and then I started to study and it's a, I am actually very happy that he asked me to talk about this fruit of the Spirit. But first of all, let's pray. Jesus, we thank you for your cross. We thank you for your love for us. We thank you for your word. I pray that as the rain falls and it does not return, Void, I pray that your word may be spoken and may not go back without changing us. I pray that everyone who listens to this, the Lord, they will have something they get from it because you are love and that you care for us. In Jesus' name, amen. So gentleness can be defined as the complete surrender to God's will and God's way in your life. Usually when we think of a gentle person, what their characteristic is, is people who usually surrender their lives and their will towards God's will and towards God's plan for their lives. Gentleness or meekness is a character that manifests in your life when you continually allow God to be the leader or the master of your life. Gentleness is not weakness, or meekness is not weakness. Actually, it's the strength. Gentleness or meekness is the power and the strength created for some, from submitting to God's will. Submitting to God's will is not as easy. It's not for the weak people. It's for the strong people. So gentle people or meek people, they possess the strength and the power that comes from submitting to God's will. Usually we think of people that submit to God as people who give their lives to God, not to themselves. The contrary of submitting people, it is people who are self-seeking or they think more of themselves more than they think of God. They think of their own strength more than they think of God's strength. They think of their own desires more than they think about God's desires. But gentle people who have the fruit of gentleness are the people who always put or think of God first. They think of God's power and strength first more than they think of themselves. They trust God's power towards their, the situation in life more than they trust in their own power. When a person is submitted to God, the result is gentleness. When a person trusts in God's knowledge more than in their own knowledge, the result is meekness or gentleness. Gentle people, they fight God's battles and God fights their battles. So submitted people, they usually don't care what you do to them. What they care about is what you do about their God. 
So they fight God's battles, and in return, God fights their battles. This may not make sense, but let me uh, bring it in an example in the Bible. Genesis chapter 13, verse 10 and 11. Genesis chapter 13, verse 10 and uh, to 16. It says this, Lot took a long look at the fertile plains of the Jordan Valley in the direction of Zoar. The whole area was well watered everywhere, like the garden of the Lord or the beautiful land of Egypt. This was before the Lord destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah. Lot chose for himself the whole Jordan Valley to the east of him. He went there with his flocks and servants and parted company with his uncle Abraham. So Abraham settled in the land of Canaan, and Lot moved his tent to a place near Sodom and settled among the cities of the plain. But the people of this area were extremely wicked and constantly sinned against the Lord. After Lot had gone, the Lord said to Abraham, Look as far as you can see in every direction, north and south, east and west. I'm giving you all this land as far as you can, as you can see to you and your descendants as a permanent possession, and I will give you so many descendants that like the dust of the earth, they cannot be counted. So this story is really interesting. So there's Abram and he has a nephew called Lot. So they live together. They all have flocks and servants, but they keep on growing. God has blessed them, they grow. And then they have servants and they started getting in fights. And Abraham said, you know, you're my nephew. We don't want to get into quarrels. So how about you go in one place? What about we divide this land? You go one side, I go the other. But Abraham said, you got to choose. So choose where you want to go. And then you go there or where I want to stay, I will stay there. So Lot looked around and he looked at this really, really nice place. It was a green land that was uh, potential for growth, for cultivation, for his flocks and his servants, big and beautiful. And then Abraham was left with Canaan, which was really dry and like a desert. What it looked like, it looked like Abraham really lost this, but he didn't care because he knows he's not gonna fight for himself if God is going to fight for him. So this is the, the results that happened. So where Lot chose, with, which looked really nice, this was the place that came to be Sodom and Gomorrah. But Abraham, where he stayed, it's what came to be as Israel. And today Israel still exists, but we don't even know how Sodom and Gomorrah was destroyed. You know the story how God destroyed it with fire. So. Abraham is an example of a gentle or a meek person. Though he was powerful, he had strength over his nephew, he let his nephew choose. Because Abraham didn't have to fight for himself because he knew God would fight for him. So meek people or gentle people, they, they, they put their own fights behind because they know or they trust God to fight their battles. This is a really great example. Another example is found in 1 Samuel chapter 24. This is when David was running away from Saul. So as you know, 
God anointed David at the age of 17 to be the next king, but he would have to wait um, to be king until Saul, who was the present king, dies. And it took 13 years for Saul to die so David could become a king. But Saul was really jealous of David and he tried to kill him multiple times and David ran away. He lived in the desert. He had really struggled. But during that time that David was running away from Saul, he had two opportunities to kill Saul, but he did not. His fellow soldiers, they told him, this is a chance that you got. You've got to kill Saul and then you will become king. But David, though he was running away, he was living a struggle life. He said, you know what? I will not fight my own fights. I will not make myself a king. Though I have the ability to kill Saul, I will not. Though he wants to kill me, I'm not going to kill him. I will wait for what God has said about me to be king to come. I will let God take care of that. That is a great example of a gentle or a meek person. And so twice in 1 Samuel chapter 24, and then the second time that David spared Saul's life was in 1 Samuel chapter 26. Both times he had Saul in his hand. The second time Saul was sleeping and he had his spear on his side. So David took it and he gave it to him later, but he never wanted to kill him because he said to himself, I would not make myself a king. I will let God make me a king. And that sounds stupid in the, in the real world because you want to take every advantage that you get. But people who trust in God, those are the gentle people, they don't necessarily promote themselves. They let God promote them. And as a result, there's three advantages of being meek or being gentle. Number one, people who are gentle or meek, they experience the peace and the favor of God. Usually people who are frustrated all the time are the people who choose to do their own will instead of God's will. When God says to you something and you choose to do what God says to you, a fruit that comes in your life is gentleness. And as a result, you experience peace that surpasses all understanding. But people that know what God wants them to do, but yet they don't do it, they're always frustrated. They don't know what the peace of God is. And another thing, they never experience the goodness of God or the favor of God. As you saw, Abraham, because he was gentle and meek, he became the father of all Israel and also the father of everyone who is a believer. Even to this day, Abraham has descendants, but Lot, we don't know. They were destroyed. So meek people, they experience the peace of God and the, and the favor of God and the goodness of God. But people who choose not to be gentle, who choose their own way instead of God's way, Life makes them really difficult. They become angry and frustrated for most of their lives. So it's a benefit to be meek or to be gentle is you will experience 
the peace of God that surpasses all understanding when you have when you don't have to fight your own battles but God fights your battles so the benefit number 2 of being gentle is i kind of mentioned that your battles becomes God battles you know david who spared Saul's life even when Saul wanted to kill him David in all his life from the time he was 17 years old until he died he never lost not even one battle he fought hundreds and hundreds of battle but none of them he ever lost every battle that he fought with his enemies God made sure that he win and that's a result of being gentle or submissive to God is that your battles becomes God's battle. When you decide you're going to fight for God, God decides that he's going to fight for you. And I don't know about you, I would rather have God fight for me and not have to fight for myself because he knows everything. So we see in the life of Abraham and in the life of Samuel, in the life of David and Abraham, that being gentle is not being weak. David is known to be the strongest king that ever existed in the history of Israel. He never lost a battle. Why? Because he was gentle. When he had a chance to kill his enemy, Saul, who wanted to kill him and make himself a king, he refused to take that opportunity. He said, I will wait on God. I will trust on God who anointed me that he is the one who will make me king. I'm not going to make myself a king. And Abraham, who decided he's not going to take the best of the land, he's going to let that go to his nephew. God made sure that Israel will become a nation until Jesus comes back, until the end of the world. The nation of Israel today still exists because Abraham decided that he's going to trust in God. Do you ever experience or do you ever try to fight God in your life? The opposite of gentleness is a fight with God. God created you and me. Whether we like it or not, we belong to him. Whether we obey him or not, we still belong to him. He's the one who gave us life. Our moms and dads, give us this body, but it is God who decided that we would exist. So no matter what we do, we, we really belong to God and we have no choice. We have always belonged to God and we will always belong to him. Whether we decide to obey or disobey, we will experience the consequence of whatever we choose, but we still belong to God. Because he loves us, sometimes he even allows us to bargain with him. You know, God knows everything. But because he loves us, especially people that are submitted to him, he allows those kinds of people to even bargain with him. Example is Abraham again. So when Sodom and Gomorrah was about to be destroyed, before God went there, he passed by Abraham's house and he told him, I am going to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. And then Abraham started arguing with God. I want you to, if you find 50 people that are righteous in Sodom and Gomorrah, 
would you destroy it? Please don't destroy it. And God said, well, yeah, I won't destroy it if I find 50 people. And he went down, he went down until he got to five people. If I find five righteous people, please, God, do not destroy Sodom and Gomorrah because of those five people. But God said, you know, because you're gentle, because you trust in me, I'm going to listen to you. I have, my will was to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. But if I find five people that are righteous there, I'm not going to destroy it. So Abraham, because of his closeness to God and being gentle and submissive to him, God listened to him. Though when God went to Sodom and Gomorrah, he couldn't find five people that were righteous. So he destroyed the whole land. So fighting with God and bargaining with God is a choice that God can give us because we're submitted, we're submitted to him. And we have to remember that God allows all these things to happen. He gives us the ability to choose so that we can know him better and he can know us better. You know, one writer said this, you know you're surrendered to God when you rely on God to work things out instead of trying to control the situation. This is always a test for me when I'm trying to make things happen or to struggle and things don't happen, I get frustrated. I, I, the problem is always that I am not relying on God, being submitted to Him. What does He want or what does He think? And all the gentle people, God's opinion means everything to them. They just don't rush to make a decision before they ask themselves, what would God think about this? Gentle people, they think about what God will do in that situation. They know because they know that because something looks good and attractive, it doesn't really mean it's good and beneficial. So their eyes, they don't trust them as much as they trust God. Because something looks good, like Lot, when he looked at Sodom and Gomorrah, it looked really good, but it wasn't really a good place. But gentle people, they trust God, God's eyes, better than they trust their own. Gentle people are not too quick to make decisions. They want to know what God thinks about the situation. God's opinion means everything to them, and they think about God before they think about themselves. Submitted people, their desire is to do what pleases God first and foremost. Remember, gentleness, the fruit of the Spirit, gentleness is a fruit. You don't wake up in the morning and say, you know what, today I am going to be gentle. No, gentleness comes naturally from you when you are submitted to God. You know, like a like an apple tree or orange tree or banana tree doesn't wake up in the morning and say, you know, let me bear fruits today. It doesn't work like that. But a good banana tree that gets good ground, gets good water, it naturally produces bananas. And that's what happens to us when we are submitted to God in our situations, in our lives, when we listen to God and do what He tells us, when 
we trust him more than we trust anything else. A result is our lives become gentle. We become gentle people and meek people and other people can see that in us. We don't try to be gentle, but gentleness comes out of us because we are submitted to God. So let's not try to bear fruit on our own. In John chapter 15, Jesus said, a tree cannot, a branch cannot bear fruit if it is severed from the vine. So we cannot bear the fruit of the spirit, gentleness, if we are not submitted to God. It's impossible. We must give ourselves to God, submit to his will, his knowledge, his wisdom, and as a result, we will bear the fruit of gentleness. And again, remember, being gentle is not being weak. God chooses gentle people to fight his battles. He trusted David more than he trusted Saul. Saul was the tallest, strongest guy of his generation. The Bible says that every other male of his generation, his height was up to the shoulder of Saul. But he was not the strongest king that we read in the Bible. David, who was humiliated in words with Goliath, he became the strongest king. Why? Because he was gentle and submitted to God. So being gentle is not weakness. It is actually the power and the strength that comes from submitting to God. And God fights gentle people's battles. So my advice is, let's not fight God. Let's submit to him. And that's where our strength will come from. So thank you. And I pray that God will continue to draw us to his submission so we can be strong and gentle in our lives. So let's pray. Lord, thank you for your goodness. We thank you for this fruit that comes from when we submit to you. Lord, I pray that your life will flow in our lives, that we will put our lives in front of you. We will surrender to your will. We will surrender to your wisdom. We will surrender to your ways more than our ways. And we will trust that you will produce gentleness in our lives. In Jesus' name. Amen.